Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bronzeville. For episode four, the winning number is 27. Trust in the Lord with all your soul, from a little child unto your old. If you don't, you will. Bronzeville, April 6th, 1947. Now, brothers and sisters, some people will tell you that the size of the sin is what matters. Some people will tell you that the more you sin, the worse it will be for you. But those people have lost their way. Those people do not understand the love of Jesus. They do not understand the wrath of God. If you say to yourself, dear Lord Jesus, I know what I did was a sin, but it was only one thin dime. Look over there, Jesus. There's a man gave a thousand dollars to a house of sin. What does it matter that I only gave the devil ten pennies? Ten tiny, tiny pennies. Jesus does not negotiate, brothers and sisters. The Lord don't cut no deals. You understand what I'm saying to you? You put one penny in the pocket of the devil, you might as well give them everything you got. And you might as well just hand over your soul while you're at it. Because when the day comes, when the day comes that you're standing in front of him, the day when you are about to be judged, that's the day you need to be able to be righteous. When Jesus says, who are you, brother? Who are you, sister? Are you going to be able to meet his eyes? Are you going to be able to tell him you never line the devil's pockets? You know what he was talking about, right, Anna? Curtis Randolph, you take me for a fool. Of course not. I'm sorry. It's just he makes me mad. He knows I'm sitting there, knows what keeps our people above water, and he goes ahead with all of that stuff. He can't help himself. We all have our place in the scheme, baby. He knows your heart is good. He's just holding up a life for folks. Just reminding them of something better. Well, I wish he'd hold up a different light. We're getting hammered from all sides. I don't need this today. I know, I know, baby. And here he come. Look at him. Big old smile on his face. Hello, Anna. Curtis, thank you so much for coming. Mm, we're here every weekend, Reverend. Yes, you are, Curtis. Yes, you are. Say, I-, I wonder if I could speak with you for a moment. Well, I feel like you already did. What? 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, I could see that you might feel that way. The Lord doesn't make it easy for us, Curtis. That is surely the truth, Reverend. And thank you for what was, I'm sure, another generous donation today. Mm-hmm. Ten tiny, tiny pennies, Reverend. Oh? Oh, don't pay him no mind, Reverend Curtis. Just having some fun. We gave you what we always give. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Particularly fine words today, Reverend. Praise the Lord. Praise him, Mrs. Johnson. Uh, praise him. I need to ask you a favor, Curtis. Oh, really? Yes, I... Glorious sermon today, Reverend. Praise Jesus. Praise him, Miss Southern. I'll see you next week. Yes, I'm sorry to burden you with this, but, well, it's my sister. You know Sadie, I believe. I do. She's a fine woman. Well, yes, she is. She is. Did you ever know her boy? I didn't. Um, I don't. His name is Charles. He's a good boy, mm -hmm. but like a lot of boys who grew up poor... He took a wrong turn. Mm. Just once, mind you, but sometimes that's all it takes. Mm. What did he do? Damn fool robbed a gas station. He had some sense, though. Didn't have a gun, and nobody got hurt, but he got caught. And he's finally getting out of Cook County next week. Uh-huh. Now, he's a good boy, and his mother's a godly woman. You're asking me to give him a job. <laughs> well, yes, Curtis, yes. The boy needs employment. Honest employment. Reverend Thomas, what other kind of employment would there be? Yes, <laughs> you're right, Mrs. Randolph. Of course you're right. All right, does the boy have any skills? Well, he's a good driver. I do know that. And as you probably know, Reverend, I own an employment agency that provides jobs all over the city. Yes, I do, yeah. Rich white folks always looking for chauffeurs. I'd wager that I could find something for young Charles if he's as good a driver as you say. Praise the Lord. <laughs> that would be most appreciated, Curtis. Mm -hmm. Good day to you, Mrs. Randolph. Reverend. Curtis Randolph, shame on you. What did I do? You'd wager that you can find something for him? <laughs> I have to have my fun now. You be careful. Oh, it was harmless. You're a bad, bad man. Mm -hmm. And you knew that when you took me in, woman. Well, I thought I'd cured you of your wickedness. And you did, my love. You surely did. But once in a while, the devil must come out to play. Well, if you keep it restricted to teasing the occasional minister, I suppose it can't hurt too mm, much. You are a saint to tolerate <laughs> me, my love. <laughs> oh, I know that. Uh, well, it could have been worse, though. How's that? Well, did you see Melody Watson take off after Jesse? Jesse Copeland? Mm-hmm. Well, what's she want with him? I don't know, but she looked purposeful. Uh, he's kind of young for her if she's looking for another husband. She's probably looking for a favor. <laughs> it's that kind of day. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Mr. Copeland. Mr. Copeland. Oh, hello, Miss Watson. How are you this fine day? I'm good, Mr. Copeland. That's good. And please, it's, it's Jesse. Jesse. What can I do for you, ma'am? It's my son, Jesse. You remember William? I absolutely remember William. Smart boy. Yes, he is. He sure is. And in a way, that's part of the problem. Well, how so? Well, you know he's going to Northwestern on one of your family's scholarships. Yes, I'm very proud of that. How's he doing? Straight A's. He's a hard worker. Oh, good for William. But it's gotten harder. Explain. Some of the white students, fraternity boys, they've decided they don't like him. You know William. He's not a shrinking violet, but there's a bunch of them. And last week they hurt him. What did they do? They attacked him with sticks. His arms broken. Damn it. Pardon my language. He can't report them to anybody. No, of course not. I understand. I understand. But he doesn't think they're planning on stopping. No, they wouldn't. Why would they? I just... 
I don't know what to do, Mr. Copeland. He's such a good boy. He's so smart. Uh, I never thought I'd see uh, a boy of mine go to college. It's such an opportunity. I understand, Miss Watson. I understand. It's going to be okay. I want you to not worry, all right? I'm going to look into it. I might be able to do something, okay, ma'am? God bless you, Mr. Copeland. No, God bless you, Miss Watson. And again, it's Jesse. Zeke, it's Jesse. Time is it? Come on, brother. Damn, you sleeping? <laughs> Not anymore. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, that's when I sleep. Give me a second, baby doll. It's my brother. <clears throat> what you need, Jesse? Say, I, I got a job for one of you guys. Need someone tough. It would help it if he was smart, too. Okay. Think I might be able to conjure someone up. I'll call you back in a second. Do that. And wake up. Yeah, God bless you. on Wednesday. Hey, William? Yes, sir? I hope you know, I was just having some fun there, you know, making light of things. I don't mean anything by it. Yes, sir. You've told me that before. Just want to make sure you know that. I wasn't making fun of your people, but at the way our differences define us. I understand. All right. William. Yes? Young brother. Jimmy Tillman. The Copeland family sent me out here. There's something wrong? I hear you having some trouble. Oh, no. This is my mama's idea, isn't it? That, I don't know. I go where they send me. Heard you're having a hard time with some fraternity boys. No, no, it's nothing. Nothing I can't handle. Yeah? That why your arm's in a sling? It's nothing. Nothing at all. Look here, William. Hey, can I call you Bill? People call me William. <laughs> all right. I respect that. People call me Jimmy. Look here, William. Now you're a smart fella. One of the smartest. Hell, I couldn't get into school even if I had the money. But none of us makes it out on our own. You see, the Copelands, they tell me I need to come up here and help a young brother out. I come up here and help a young brother out. Boy, you think you got trouble now? You tell the Copelands you sent me home, all right? All right. All right. Zeke told me I need to stick around you for a while, see what's going on, see if there's anything I can do. So, uh, what is it now? Lunchtime? Yes. Great. Because, man, I am hungry. And we've got a long walk ahead of us. Well, why's that? Where do you think you are? They let us take classes with them. They sure don't let us eat with them. Then let's get going. I really could have gotten myself out here, Stanley. Oh, I know that, Miss Lisa, but Mr. Jesse insisted. Mr. Jesse thinks I'm still 12 years old. He knows you're grown. He just likes to take care of his family. I guess. How have you been, Stanley? I cannot complain, Miss Lisa. The missus, she's fine, and my boys getting ready to go into high school. Oh, my goodness. They grow up fast. How is Nathan? He's doing good. He's already talking about college. What's he want to do? He's going to be a scientist. You should see him when he's not doing his homework. He's reading all them amazing science fiction type magazines and thinking about outer space. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Talks about living on the moon all the time. <laughs> uh, well, this is the place. Wow, it's enormous. It sure is. 
All right, Stanley. Thank you so much. I won't be more than an hour or so. I got nowhere else to be, Miss Lisa. I'll be right here. Miss Copeland, I presume? Yes. I'm here to see Marjorie. Miss Powell is waiting for you on the porch. Thank you. Sure one kidding, will you? This place is a hike. It's really the only place you can eat near campus? It is. But the sandwiches are good. All right, then. Can I take your order? Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I'll have a roast beef and cheese and a Coke, please. BLT, please. And a Coke. So what's going on here, William? I told you. There's nothing oh, I can't... I know, I know. You got it. You can handle it all yourself. But you're not going back to Zeke Copeland and telling him you're not taking his help. And I sure as hell ain't either. So... Let's just play this as it lays. Besides, man, it don't look like you got too many friends around here. So the next day or two, you got a built-in friend. All right. All right, fine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let's just sit back and enjoy these sandwiches and some ice-cold Coca-Cola. They tell me you are pretty good in ball. Yeah, yeah, but that's not what I want to do. What position you play? Shortstop. You play? No, no, no. I box a little something. Love watching baseball, though. Love watching it. Oh. What you studying here? Poli-sci. Poly... Political science. <laughs> I study systems of governments and how they interact with people, and vice versa. Got it. Political power is all there is. That's how we change the way things are. You talking about Negroes. You're damn right I'm talking about Negroes. Jim Crow's not going away because white folks decide overnight to let us in. We have to fight. And to fight, you have to be organized. Sound like a fella I used to know. White guy. Well, white folks know a thing or two. Mm, I guess they do. But look what happened to Bronzeville once we started voting. And more important, started talking to each other about voting. We're building power, real power. Mmm, system's rigged, though. Yeah, sure. It's corrupt as hell. But you cannot win the game if you do not play the game. Yeah, that's the truth, but still, man, you know, politics ain't how we gonna win. All right, well, pray tell me then, Mr. Southside Philosopher. How do we win the game? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, fine. That's me, the Southside Philosopher. All right, so we win by being the best. Right. Like Jackie Robinson. You think he's the best? Damn right. One of them. I saw Satchel Paige pitch in Kansas once. That Negro was magical. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh Gibson? Oh, man, something else. But Jackie, next week. Yeah, you think they'll let him play? Opening day, they say. God damn. What I wouldn't give to see that. A color ball player stepping up in a big leagues next Tuesday. Yeah, they're playing Boston. That would be something to see. Damn right it would. Jackie's tearing down the walls, man. He surely is. And that's not politics. That's achievement. That's greatness. That's right. Look, you're right. Politics is what comes after. All right, well, what, what you mean? Think about it, Jimmy. What do you think happens after this? <laughs> My man Jackie's gonna show them white folks how to play ball, baby. Right, and once they've seen that, once we get past where a bunch of them kick and fuss, what happens? What happens if you're right? What happens if they like what they see? Well, shit, they gonna want more. More of Jackie Robinson? More of everybody. Satch. Gibson, Campanella, Judy Johnson, all them cats. Right. You're dead right, Jimmy. That's what's going to happen. It's going to change everything. Damn right it is. And what happens to the Negro League? Wait, wait, wait. What, what, you, what you mean? I mean, what happens to our baseball league? The one we run. Where we got colored managers, colored owners. Where we got colored folks making all the money. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Damn, brother. That's why I'm studying political science. 
Bronzeville is brought to you by... Okay, this is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company is GEICO. Go to GEICO.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. And in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I'm out of time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bronzeville. For episode five, the winning numbers are seven and 37. Jimmy Tillman, we have some questions for you. Who the hell are you? FBI, I'm Agent Baker. This is Agent York. What? I don't... You're answering some questions. How it goes after that? It's up to you. I don't know nothing. We haven't asked you anything yet. I don't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> oh, you know a lot. You're a very smart boy, Jimmy. We know that already. The night of February 21st. It was a Friday. We know all about it. February? What? I wasn't even here. Correct. You were in Osceola, Arkansas. <laughs> Look, that seems to have shut him up. I thought it might. We've got a dead white man outside of Backwoods Church. He was a real piece of work. Moonshiner, clanner. Raped a couple girls. White girls. That doesn't play well down there. One good old boy who no one's gonna miss. You understand what we're saying, Tillman? Nah. Yeah, you do. We got an eyewitness. Saw the whole thing. Two men. One white, one colored. Ooh, he's sweating. Yeah, I don't blame him. He knows how bad things are for a Negro who kills a white man. You wanna let him off the hook? Tillman, we don't give a good goddamn about Beatty. That's the dead man. We're after Ben Faulkner. What? The communist you ran off with. You a communist, kid? He's no commie. He's a capitalist. Look who he works for. Right, right. Everett Copeland. I don't know no Everett Copeland. Well, you never met him, because he's in jail. Shall we tell you who you take orders from? You want us to run down the whole chain of command? We know how it works, kid. Everett's passing it all down to Jesse. Jesse passes it down to Zeke. Zeke passes it down to you. You work the streets. Not a lot of money, but that'll come soon, right? The American dream. A lot of money in policy. A lot of money. Oh, he's scared now. I ain't scared. Then you're stupid, kid, and I don't think you're stupid. We just want Faulkner. Where's he living now? Who's he associating with? I don't know nothing. You tell me one more lie. We're taking you in on all this other stuff. We don't care about this other stuff. You understand me? We want the commie. This other stuff's local, not our concern. Even the dead white man. Even the dead white man. You give us Faulkner, we disappear. 
Now we're gone before you have to start explaining to your bosses why you're talking to a couple of FBI agents in your home. That doesn't look good. Doesn't look good at all. You know what these guys do to stoolies? Look here. I don't know where this guy Faulkner is. You know him? Yeah, I know him. Knew him. For a little bit. He came to your town, tried to organize your factory. The Hamilton paper mill. That's what he does. Goes around the country, filling people's heads with big dreams about the Union, suckers them into turning red. I'm no red. You know that. You like the money too much. Man, I'm telling you everything. So far, everything sounds like a whole lot of nothing. We rode out of town together, picked up a train, came to Chicago. I ain't seen or heard from the man since I got here. But you know where he went. I don't know a damn thing. He said something to you. About why he wanted to come here? About meeting some other Reds? It was a while ago, man. I don't remember everything the man said. I, I don't have any idea where he is. Well, that's gonna have to change, Tillman. It's gonna have to change fast. We're gonna offer you a way out of the hole you're in right now. We're gonna make a deal with you. You find your pal. We forget all about you. Now, how am I supposed to do that? Man, y'all know all this stuff about me. How come y'all don't know where he at? Simple. You weren't hiding from us. Everyone on the south side knows about the Copelands. Reds, though, they're sneaky. Sneaky as shit. He's hiding out. He may even have left town. All you gotta do is find out, give us an address, give us a time. We'll do the rest. Hell, you'll be a patriot. And if you don't, you'll be an inmate. Do we have a deal? I couldn't hear you. Yeah. Good boy, Tillman, good boy. Now here's a number to call when you have something. But we'll be keeping an eye on you, so watch yourself. Shit! The evening of the next day. Colliwell Bank, Bronzeville. Good night, Mrs. James, Mrs. Lisa. You have a wonderful evening, Elwood. Thank you, you too, Miss Lisa. Long day, wasn't it? It sure was, Mrs. James. I'm going home and soaking my feet for an hour. I know what you mean. Blindfold on. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Please, please stop. No need to be rough. I'm not fighting. Please. Yeah, that's right. You just shut up. Don't fight back and everything gonna go easy. I understand. I understand. I'm not struggling. Please, listen to me for one minute. You don't know who I am. This is gonna cause more trouble. You're than... Lisa Copeland, girl. Sister Everett and Jesse Copeland. We know exactly what we do. It's bad, man. Really bad. What is? We gotta get over to the bank. Jesse and Zeke need us. Wait, how did... What? Zeke called me. Said to round you up and get over there. Someone's kidnapped Lisa. Lisa? Lisa Copeland! Oh, shit! Jesse, I'm telling you, man, I'm killing somebody. Zeke, you gotta stay calm. How? How am I to 
do that, Jesse? How am I gonna do that while they still got lease? We, we're not doing her any good losing our heads is all I'm saying, Zeke. You got men looking into it. We can't be out there right now. This might be something else. It might be a setup. So what you think someone is gunning for us? I don't know. But we don't get anywhere if we're not careful. I promise you. We catch these guys, I'm personally cutting them open. And you know what? I'll give you the knife, brother, okay? I'm with you. All right. But we gotta find them first. All right, all right. Answer the phone. Hello? Jesse. Lisa! Jesse Copeland. <laughs> yeah, we got your sister, man. Who is this? Man, do I sound stupid to you? But listen, we got Lisa right here, and she fine. What do you want? What you think we want? You tell me. Well, first we gonna want some money. But we'll call you back in a bit and let you know exactly how much and exactly how you gonna hand it over. But right now, we just wanna let you know that she okay. And she'll stay okay as long as you a good boy. What they say, what they want? Money, man. Didn't say how much, but they called back. God damn it, man. I wish Everett was here. Yeah, you and me both. I'm gonna go see Curtis, brother. This is too important. Jimmy, man, what'd you find? Not a lot, Casper. Four coupe, black. Some uh, Negro jumped out of the car. Another guy driving. Yeah, he was colored, too. I talked to the newsstand guy across the street. Couldn't describe him much past that. Nobody recognizes me, though. Maybe they're not from around here. Definitely possible. Where the hell do they go? Okay, now I'm gonna take this blindfold and this gag off. If you scream, I'm gonna cut you. You understand? Mm -hmm. All right, there. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> hey, it's me. I parked the car out of the way. Good. We don't need nobody spotting you. Could I trouble you for a glass of water, please? Hey, man, get us some water. All right. Where are we? You trying to be funny? I guess I was. Yeah, well, don't try to be funny, because I'm not stupid. No, no, of course you're not. I can see that. You guys are smart. You wouldn't just fall into something like this. Goddamn right. Here. My hands are tied. Fool, just give it a damn water, man. Oh, right, yeah, uh, sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Shit, man, you gonna ask her do she want some salad with her dinner, too? Sorry, Rufus. Man, man, come over here. Don't use names, remember? Shit, yeah, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, you are sorry. Shit. Curtis, Jesse's here to see you. Thank you, Miss Anna. Evening, Jesse. Come on in. Curtis? What's wrong? They got Lisa, Curtis. Who? Who got Lisa? I don't know. We don't know. Two men, maybe more, they pulled up right outside the bank and they grabbed her. Jesus. Have they gotten in touch? Yeah, they called the club. Didn't ask for anything, but they're calling back. Zeke's waiting on the call. Okay, okay. Damn it. This is my fault, Curtis. What you say? I, I, I mean, it's my fault. It's that same damn thing. No one would have done this if Everett was in charge. Now, what's that gonna get you, Jesse? You need to stop that. You need to get done with that. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. All right, now, you think this is someone from Bronzeville? I don't know. Well, it's not. How can you know that? Because it's not an isolated incident. Think about it. The store, 
the attempted bank robbery, that station agent, that damn palm reader. Samson what? Yeah, everything. There's no such thing as coincidence in this life. You gotta assume that there's some reason for it all. My wife will tell you it's Jesus, but this, this thinks more like St. Louis than Jerusalem, if you ask me. Frank Barnes. Yeah, he's turning up the heat till it gets to the point where the only move left is war. And he'll make a better offer. That's right. Son of a bitch. What does he want with Bronzeville? He get too big for St. Louis? I haven't heard anything to that effect, and I would have if he was getting any bigger. Does seem to be a bit overly ambitious. So it's not local talent? Does that change anything? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Man, Jimmy, this is bad. It sure is. Last big war was before my time, but this sure feels like some bigs brewing. Uh, I hope not, Casper. Sincerely hope not. Jimmy, Zeke wants to see you. Come on. Both of us, yeah? He didn't say nothing about you. Wait, what? Well, well, don't worry, man. I, I'm sure it's just... Let me go. I, I'll say something. Damn, man. Sure, yeah, yeah. No, just, hold, right. just hold on. Damn, man. I've been working for these Copelands for years. You don't even know my damn name. Casper. Yeah, you too. Come on. You damn right. All right, so the gang's all here now. What have you learned, Jim? Nothing, Zeke. Nobody knows these fellas. We're pretty sure there were just two of them. Ivan Jackson saw into the car. Only saw a driver. Nobody else. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know either. All right, I'll call you if I hear anything. Jesse's sure they weren't local. Yeah, someone would have recognized them. Yeah, but damn. What is it, Jimmy? Cash, man, come on. Think about it. If they were local, they could take her anywhere. But out-of-town cats, that narrows it down a bit. So what do you mean? I mean, if they lived here, they might have taken her to a house or apartment. I don't know. Seems to me if they were from out of town, that means they have to take her somewhere a little more temporary. Mm-hmm. Z, you got a map of the city around here? Yeah, 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 somewhere in here. Here. Great, okay. See this here? Here's the bank, right? Yeah. How soon after they grabbed her, they called you? 25 minutes, maybe half an hour. And we know they landed wherever they were going because Lisa was with them, right? Yeah. All right. At the end of the working day, traffic's at its worst, so they couldn't be driving no top speed, so figured they could go about this far, maybe 20 miles, in any direction. Mind if I draw on this? Go ahead, go ahead. All right. Thank you, Z. So, we make a circle around a bank that goes 25 miles. Now, we know they're not keeping her in Lake Michigan, so that narrows it down a bit. And look, this part of town, all residential. We crossing that off? Right. That's still a lot of territory. I know, I know, but it's less than what we started with. How'd you figure that stuff out, Jimmy? Just thinking, man, just thinking. And reading books. <sighs> Should try some time. You're funny. And go find my damn sister. All right, it's about time. You gonna call him back? Yeah. Stay here, keep watch. Now, she make any noise, you throw that gag back on her. I'm not making any trouble. Yeah, you say that now. I just want this to be over. The easier it is, the sooner it's done, right? Yeah, that's right. Smart girl. All right, then. I'll be back in a few. He's not very nice to you. I'm not supposed to talk to you. He just said don't make noise. I won't. Don't worry. I know if 
this goes easy for you, it's easy on me, right? Yeah, you said that. Right. Right, I did. <sighs> what was that? Nothing. Sorry. I'm okay. Okay. Are you two friends? Me and Ruth? Uh, me and him? Yeah, yeah, I guess. We've been working together, well, you know, a while. I could tell. You have a routine. A what? A routine. The way you talk to each other. He's in charge, or he thinks he is. Yeah, I guess. You guess? No, he he definitely sees himself as the boss. Oh, we're partners. Sure. No, I get that. I do. Still, he could talk to you better. Ah, it don't matter, man. We get the job done. All right. All right. So what the hell happened back there, man? Where, the club? Yeah. Nothing, man. You know how those guys are. Zeke says, get me Jimmy. So they get him Jimmy. Don't expect his goons to actually be able to think for themselves. Mm-mm. They got no imagination. Are you saying it takes imagination to see the two of us and bring us both in? I guess so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say, man, we've been driving for hours. We're gonna drive all night if we have to, Casper. We're gonna find these suckers. There's other guys looking. They ain't me. You just want her to see you come busting through the door like you Zorro, man. <laughs> she still ain't going out with you, man. And even if she wanted to, the brothers wouldn't have none of that. I'm just doing my job here. Your job is running numbers, fool. This is above and beyond. That's right. And that's how you move up in this world. Thought you was going to be the first black president. You going to get there running numbers? Yeah, 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 yeah. You told oh, me stop that. the car. What? Those old warehouses. They're abandoned, right? Yeah. Seems like a pretty good place for these cats to hold up, right? Yeah. I suppose you're right. You loaded? Indeed. Okay. Let's go see what we can find. Did you make the call? I made the call. Did they go for it? They going for it. Good, good. Hey, man, what's with her? Why she shaking? She been doing that a bit. Hey, girl, what the hell wrong with you? It's, it's nothing. Just this will be over soon. You a dope fiend? No, I'm, it's nothing. What? Tell me what. You know what diabetes is? I heard. It's some kind of sickness. They mess you up. Just normally by now I'd be at home. I could take my shot. Your shot? I need insulin every few hours or... It's okay, it's okay. Just tell me this will be over soon. Insulin? <laughs> Wait, wh what happens when you don't get it? Depends. I mean, I should have taken a shot a couple hours ago. What happens? I could die. And, and, and you don't have none on you? I took my last shot at work. I figured I'd be home by now. Oh, damn. Okay, where do you get this stuff? At the pharmacy. Man, ain't no pharmacy open this late. I know. Oh, damn. Okay, how soon before it's a problem? I don't know. Soon. Oh, shit, but we only got a few more hours before we do the drop. I don't think I can make it. Oh, shit, man. We can't let her die, Rufus. No shit, we can't let her die, man. Anything happen to her, them coconuts gonna be down on us till ain't nothing left of us. Damn. Well, what are we gonna do? Okay, one of us gonna have to break into a drugstore. Well, one of us is gonna have to read the labels. I also need a syringe. It's injected. All right, all right, all right. Shut up. That settles it. I'm going. Listen, man. Don't let nothing happen to her. Right. I got this. You can't read? It don't mean nothing. I know, it's okay. I'm glad you're the one staying. I need to tell you some stuff. You what? 
Look, you've been good to me. I know this is just a job. You didn't choose to do this. Well, how you know that? How you know this wasn't my idea? Rufus told me when you were parking the car. He what? Told me who you were working for, everything. Now, why'd he do that? He wouldn't do that. He has the idea he's going to pull something, make off with all the money. No, man, what are you talking about? Rufus is my friend. What'd he tell you? All of it. He told me about, you know, how you came in from St. Louis, how you're following orders. What? No, He just man, wants the what? money. He tried to get me to think he was going to cut you out and just leave us here, but that's not safe for him. The only way it's safe for him is he's going to kill us both. No, you're making that up. How would I do that? How would I know you're from St. Louis? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're just good with accents and he stuff. He told me who you work for. No, he didn't. You're working for Frank Barnes. Oh, shit, shit. You have to believe me. Rufus is going to kill us. No, man. Think about it. You know it makes sense. Man, no. Man, you make that shit up about being sick? I needed to talk to you. Oh, man. He's going to be shit. back soon. We have to figure out what we're doing. Well, look, I'm dead either way. No, you're not. You're not. My brothers aren't cruel men. They understand you're just working for someone. You help me out here and I'll make certain you're taken care of. They'll pay you. Well, why would they do that? Because I'll tell them to. I'll tell them how you helped me. Nah, you're just saying shit. No, I'm not. I'm really not. What's your name? Clyde. Clyde. I promise you it's gonna be okay. They're gonna kill me! They won't, but Rufus will. He surely will. He was laughing at you, Clyde, calling you stupid. He's the one who told me you can't read. That's why I came up with that story. He told you that? He told me everything. He's not your friend, Clyde. Ah, oh, damn it, man. This can't be. How would I know all that? How would I know about Frank Barnes, about you not reading? Shit. There's a way out of this, Clyde. Trust me. Man, Jimmy, that was a waste of damn time. No, it wasn't, Casper. We can cross this off our list now. Besides... You got to shoot a harmless animal. I know you enjoyed that. That goddamn rat was the size of this car. <laughs> the size of a baseball. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So where we going now? I don't know, man. I do not know. We ain't getting nowhere, man. We are. We're scratching shit off the list. You might as well just get on your knees and pray, boy. And ask the good Lord to shine a light on them damn kidnappers. Yeah, you try that, Casper. Me? I'm gonna do the damn leg work. Let's find a phone booth. I wanna check in with Zeke. Ain't nothing around here. A few blocks down by the rail yard, there's probably one. Let's go. Yeah, this is Zeke. Zeke, Jimmy, we're still looking. Wonder if anyone found anything yet. Nobody got anything yet. The guys called back a while ago, said they wanted 200 grand for a return. They're giving us until tomorrow morning to get it together. Alright, we're still looking. Keep on it, Jimmy. Find my sister. I will, Zeke. I will. Jimmy! Come on, man, let's get going. Hang on, man! Hang, hang on! What's going on? Look around, Casper. Yeah, what? Old rail yards. Town's full of them. Okay, sure, sure. It's pretty isolated. Yeah, I like In this phone booth here? Good place to call in from if you're hanging around here, you think? Yeah, I guess it is. Let's look around a bit. Hey, look, I got the... Hey, what the hell, Clyde, man? Put that thing away. So you can kill me? No, man, that ain't happening. What are you talking about? Man, I know what you planning, Rufus. We figured it all out. What are you... T we? What you mean, we? You and her? 
Oh, damn, man, listen. Don't be listening to her. She's just trying to fool you into doing something stupid. I'm not stupid. I didn't say that, Clyde. Relax, man. Relax. Bitch, what you say to him? Don't talk to her. Man, what did she say to you? She told me what you said. She told me you told her everything. What you mean everything? I mean about Frank. I didn't tell her shit. Man, what the, how'd she know? How'd she know we working for Frank? I don't know, man. She's smarter than you. She tricked you. I am not stupid! What is it? What's that over there? Some kind of shack, I don't know. I look like I have a work at a rail yard. Shack with no windows. Yeah, huh? What time is it, man? It gotta be at least 3 a.m. Yeah. And look under the door. See that light coming out? Okay. So there's a light on in there. Someone's up late. Let's check it out. Okay, but it ain't gonna be nothing, Jimmy. Then we'll cross it off. All right, all right, man. Shit! Shit! Damn it! Casper, you okay? I'm fine, man. I'm fine. They shooting at us! No, no! Doors closed. No windows. Oh, man, no. No, no, they shot her. Somebody's coming out. Stay down! No, that nigga's been shot. Nigga's dead. Come on. Drop it. Damn, he looks dead too. Somebody say amen. One of you fellas wanna untie me? Yeah, absolutely. What happened here? That one there pulled a gun on the one outside. Then that one pulled a gun too. Didn't work out for either one of them now, did it? You right there, Lisa? I am now. Who are those guys? Frank Barnes's men, out of St. Louis. They told you that? In a manner of speaking. What? It was pretty obvious. Damn. All right, well, we're gonna get you back to your brothers. They're gonna be happy to see you. Z, you need to get some rest, man, all right? I'll stay by the phone. Jesse, I'm not going nowhere till we get Lisa back. Understood. I'll be goddamn. Oh, God, Lisa. Zeke. You found her. Yeah, we did. We did. They found me, and they took care of the men who had me. Where are they? Uh, back down by the tracks. Old shack. Thank you, God. Are you okay, Lisa? I'm okay, Jesse. I'm okay. They just tied me up. Listen, thank you. No problem. No, no, I mean it. You saved my sister's life, and that means everything to me. Jimmy and Casper. They're good men. My best. You guys take tomorrow off. You're Zeke's best, now you're my best. And tonight, there'll be a little something extra in your envelope, okay? Thank you, Mr. Copeland. That's really not necessary, sir. Jimmy. Thank you kindly, Mr. Copeland. Uh, what the hell, Jimmy? I don't know. Why does she do that? Why does she lie to them? I have no idea. Sure made us look good. She didn't have to. We found her. We just didn't kill those guys. I don't know. But I'm going to show ask her the next time I see her. Man, you still don't get it, do you? You still the help, nigga. <laughs> yeah, for now. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I'ma sleep late tomorrow. Two days later, Colliwell Bank. What is it, Gloria? Young man here to see you, Mr. Randolph. Says his name is Charles Whitaker. Who? He's Reverend Thomas's nephew. Oh, right, right. What does he want? He says he wants to say thank you. <sighs> All right, send him in. But then I'm going home. Anna's going to kill me if I'm late again tonight. Oh, of course, sir. 
Charles, how are you, young man? Have a seat. Thank you, Mr. Randolph. What brings you by this afternoon? Well, sir, my mama. She told me you were the one who helped me get this job. Ah, you're driving a limousine now, right? Yes, sir, I am. For some rich white folks, I gather. Yes, sir. Are they treating you well? I have no complaints, sir. It's just... Yes? I never had nothing, Mr. Randolph. I did that thing, that stupid thing, and I went inside. Since I come out, it's been even harder. Hard enough getting a job, being colored in this town, but when you're kind... We all make mistakes, Charles. As my wife is fond of reminding me, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and... uh, He will forgive us of our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness? That's it, that's it. Yes, we all need a little forgiveness to make it through. Guess that's true, sir. You guess that's true? Man, listen here. They're not just blowing smoke when they say we're all sinners. Every last one of us has done something we're ashamed of. You either let those things define you or you find a way to move past them and do right. I hear you, Mr. Randolph. I hope so. Now, you keep your nose clean, do a good job, and you're going to be okay, Charles. Thank you, sir. I just want to let you know, if there's anything you need from me, just let me know. I surely will keep that in mind, son. Now, speaking of forgiveness, if I'm any later coming home this evening, well, the good Lord forgives, but Mrs. Randolph surely doesn't. Yes, sir. Are, Mrs. Randolph. Thank you, Maxwell. I'm going to go up to the house. Will you get these dresses out of the trunk and give them to Louise for me? Of course, ma'am. Thank you, Maxwell. Hey, you think Mr. Randolph's going to like them? If you're wearing them, ma'am, he will love them. <laughs> you're sweet to say that. Ah, uh, no, ma'am. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.